Hello, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our bi-monthly podcast where we talk about what we've been up to, anything cool that we're planning to do, and just uh, the general status of the of the studio. I'm Gregory Avery Weir. And I'm Melissa Avery Weir. And um, we've been qu- a little quiet, sort of, in the uh, public space lately. <laughs> yeah, uh, part of that has been that uh, I ended up getting covid um, I'd managed to, to be real careful and dodge it for years. Um, probably got it once near the start of the, yeah of the pandemic back when we didn't know how and couldn't test for it. Um, and then just, just recently and it was, it wasn't bad. Um, as far as such things go, it was not pleasant to yeah. be sick like that, but, uh, never, it never got particularly scary. Um, but I was totally unable to work for a while <laughs> and, uh, and that, among other things, have meant that that it's been a kind of a slow summer for yeah. for future proof <laughs> games. We've done uh, streaming, yep, pretty consistently. Yeah. I, at time of recording, I've got a stream tomorrow. Although it'll you'll it will have happened already when when this is edited <laughs> and released. So when you're yeah. hearing this, you can go back and and see uh, what I thought. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Things have been decently chill, but we've been making gradual progress on the final job in Headless Swarm. Yeah, so Exploit Zero Day, we've talked about it plenty, I think, but our first paid season of content for it is called Headless Swarm. Um, It's been in development for a while. Um, it's it's hefty. It's a new kind of thing for us. So uh, and of course we've done other things in that process, but we figured it'd be kind of cool to talk about <laughs> what it is and how it's structured and some some cool stuff around it. Yeah. So this is like the rest of Exploit Zero Day. This is a, a series of um, of jobs. Think of them as like missions or quests or or whatever little story bits that are are introduced by character who's asking you to do a thing to help them in the end to kind of try and try and help people and stop people from abusing power um and each their their headless swarm itself has nine of those jobs so it's got missions many of whom are introduced by a new character that doesn't show up in our previous season of story and each of those jobs has at least one cluster of puzzles that you have to solve to uh, progress through and and then there, there are additional choices that you make along the way um, through through that job interface yeah um, and there are also depending on some choices you might make you might get a little extra sort of um, narrative stuff happening on the side that doesn't necessarily directly affect the main plot but uh, some folks may speak up with some commentary on on what's happening compared to black echoes which was the first free um, season that we did of, of story uh, headless swarm has a lot more branching in it yeah. it's got the you know choices you make um and the yeah choices you make and have made definitely affect sort of the path that you're taking uh which has made for an interesting kind of complexity on in terms of tracking the narrative on our side yeah you you still get the same series of You'll, you'll still play the same set of jobs in the same order, but some details of those jobs can change, both the, the 
state of the characters who are giving them to you, and even to the extent of some choices will make certain clusters easier or harder depending on what uh, resources you've left available to yourself. Exactly. Um, and it got to a point where uh, we, you know, Exploit Zero Day is built in a technical framework called Django, which gives us this like nice sort of admin system for basic content management that we have used. You know, we're, we're well accustomed to it. But when it came down to writing these jobs, and we had, again, done it for Black Echoes, and we started wanting to do this branching and have sort of alternate paths and lots of kind of conditionals starting to stack up, we were like, we can't do it yeah, this way. A job so... includes game <laughs> messages and message choices and initial mm-hmm. messages and, and different kinds of choices and hooking those all up together and making sure those are all under the parent job. This editor just collects all that and does that automatically and lets you edit everything on just one page. Exactly. So, you know, a little bit of fancy JavaScript um, and you get like a visual layout that helps you see the flow of the job uh, in, a, in a useful way and kind of what some of those conditionals are and stuff like that. So, so our intent is to open that job editor up down the road so that folks can build their own jobs um, and share them sometime in the That's distant future. not going to happen yeah. anytime soon <laughs> in the distant future um, but much in the way that we have opened up the same tools that we use to build systems and build clusters this is just sort of like the next layer of that that's like you know you can already put kind of story around each system using the the sort of Craig, we call those pre and post mm-hmm. messages. Are they labeled? They're they're labeled. <laughs> they labeled I mean, they're they're not labeled pre and post messages in the UI. They've got they've got yeah. some in character name, but yeah, they're yeah they're there's a each each <laughs> each puzzle can have a thing that displays when you open it, and then a thing that displays when you solve it. Um, and so those are already available for story, and we we love to do at some point in the far future uh, the ability to mm-hmm. for for players to string those together and make your own jobs as well exactly just currently it's not built for you know the degree of stability and security yeah, yeah. and things like that we'd have to check so uh but it was it it was it's always good to build your own mm-hmm. tools like when you're doing development any kind of development game development or otherwise there's always a point at which you go okay i've done something twice is this enough for me to build a tool to help me with? No, maybe not. Not sure. Okay, now I've done it five times. Almost always worth it to build a hard. tool. It's almost <laughs> yes. always worth it. <laughs> yes, every time I open it, I'm like, oh, thank goodness we built yeah. this tool. So, yeah, good, good on us. We didn't wait too long. <laughs> we would have, you know, we would have been even more frustrated than we were um, when the when the sort of mechanics of building the story become the difficult part instead of the actual creative work it's it's just it's just too late yeah part of the the complexity for that is the way in which we track like your progress through a story and the state of various things Mm -hmm. in the story it might not be clear even to players at the moment um but all of the the only thing we use to measure progress in exploit zero day outside of an individual cluster i guess there's there's mm-hmm. cred there's what, what there's script script mm-hmm. um but there's mostly badges so when you do a thing in the game um in, in, a, in a job you'll earn like little achievement style badges that are that are labeled for various things you do and those are 
the only thing that we use to track your state throughout uh, a story. So we look at what jo badges you've earned in order to tell, you know, is should this person be angry at you? Should this person still have freedom? Should mm -hmm. should you know have you done X or Y, or do we need to reintroduce this character, etc. Yeah, so I think uh, one might think that we look at your sort of technical message history mm -hmm. and the buttons you pressed and sort of reformulate this information. But instead of that, which would be a very costly process, like from a, from like a very technical level of like database calls and decision-making, it'd be way more complicated mm -hmm. to do that. So instead, when you anger someone, you will get a badge that is beautifully drawn Thank by you. Greg and <laughs> has a typically very narratively relevant or slightly punny name uh, that indicates what it means. And you can see those on your account page or someone else's account page, their profile page. You'll see all the badges they've made. You can see all the choices they've made um, if you you know know what they mean and what they tie to. So. Uh, yeah, when you add that into the mix and we're saying like, okay, you're in the middle of a job, this is the message you get if you have this badge and this badge, <laughs> this is the message you get if you don't have those badges. Um, that makes it all the more important for us to have a good visual editor for this for this process. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think if, if you've ever played Fallen mm -hmm. London, which is like the immediate one that comes to mind, um, they have a similar type system, like lots of sort of counters and badges, and I forget what they mm -hmm. call them. They, I don't think they call them badges, but um, they use a similar sort of system to keep track of like what has this person been doing. Um, so it's a good system. It's working for us. Um, the logic can get a little, you know, we've had to build some features later to say, oh, actually, we want to make sure we can say no one who has this badge can see this mm -hmm. thing, right? Like there's the as the more you add ands and ors to that logic, <laughs> the more there's a, there's sort of functionality that has to be built out. Another new little feature that is part of Headless Swarm that if you've been playing along as it's been coming out, you've encountered already is that it has uh, situations where characters will prompt you to like provide a passcode or solve a little puzzle mm -hmm. based on kind of reading the things you've uncovered along the way and doing the puzzles and so on and coming up with an answer uh, that's been a fun thing to like have essentially little riddles that that tend to like unlock extra side story stuff or make future situations a little bit easier because you were able to solve a, a problem right totally optional stuff but um yeah like you said can can make things easier give you a little extra it was cool it's it was it's not always easy to assess what folks will pick up on and how much they will care to do so like how much do you clue ahead of time that they need to read carefully i don't know yeah. right you don't you don't necessarily want to assume and if they if they don't get it you know that's fine so you don't want to make it punishing necessarily um so yeah that that kind of stuff is fun we even did something that like took you out of the game like there's something that we did via newsletter uh, i think our, our the headless storm trailer has a little thing in it that probably yes, we'll, we'll want to figure out a way to reseed that in a different way once yes. once it's fully released um yep 
but yeah. So there's going to be nine main jobs, like we said. We've got eight done, have released seven, and we're currently working on, on number nine. So uh, it's almost it's almost done, but it'll take us a while to, to finish everything off, but, uh, but we're really looking forward to seeing the end of it. And if you want to check it out, uh, for now, it's $4.99 US dollars uh, for the whole season. Mm-hmm. You'll get the existing jobs, and then as new jobs get released, you'll get those as well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we, we're, we haven't decided yet what we want to do about, like, does it have a different price when it's fully released? But if you, yeah. if you get it now, guaranteed $4.99. Yeah. Um, and it's been, you know, as we, once we finish job nine, there's basically, you know, we'll keep, we'll release job eight, we'll start doing testing basically on the mm-hmm. whole thing, right? When you write something piecemeal, you have to go back and make sure all the, all the scenes are stitched together correctly. We did pretty good planning and we check each other's work and, you know, we, we think we're pretty careful, but when something takes a long time to do and to write, um, there are just little things, you know, we've discussed how do we want to do citations of um, a false, non-existent uh, quotes. Yes, yeah, like, some of our, some of our quotes are, are real life quotes, and some of them are from fictional groups and, and characters. From fictional sources. But sounds good, yeah. right? They sound like they could be real. So, you know, we have some decisions to make around stuff like that. Um, so once that QA polish is done, then, then Headless Swarm... <sighs> long time coming will be done so um but it's an exciting cool project this is undoubtedly one of the largest or the largest sort of game dev thing mm-hmm. i've worked on so that's cool yeah so if you're interested in that you can check it out at exploitzeroday.com and you can find all of our stuff at futureproofgames.com uh, if you want to follow us on twitter you can go to play futureproof and you can follow us on YouTube if you just search Future Proof Games. There you'll find mainly archives of our Twitch streams, which are, uh, our stream schedule is posted up on futureproofgames.com streams. Um, oh, you can also find, if you are interested in seeing some Rosette Diceless gameplay... Yes. We have some. We have a couple of playlists where we've done Twitch streams with our our buddy Jim Ryan. Um, when you can see us play that, I know there's not a ton of footage of that out yeah. there, so uh, it's a so, cool thing. It's over yeah, on so YouTube. So check out the playlists on the Future Proof Games YouTube page. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to comment on our blog on this episode or uh, hit us up on social media. Our theme music is Japaro by Broke for Free used with permission.